we did something super cool yesterday. We got to be a part of the Moms on Call, Moms on Call Moments series, um, which is like a video series that they do with different people that have different specialties. Um, and they were awesome. Yeah, we get to talk about our gratitude journey. Um, they asked Callie about dealing with uh, our miscarriage from 2019. And then they talked about uh, the podcast and, and how the podcast came about. And we laughed a lot and we got really serious a lot, but it was fun. And as I understand it, um, we are going to be a Moms on Call family. Right. Okay. They have told, they did tell Jeff um, that the, that he probably should not put our baby in a crate with newspaper. So I, that was a fun conversation. I just asked them at one point what the big difference would be between a crate and a crib. Cause they both serve the same purpose. If you had a nice mattress at the bottom and they seem to disagree, but whatever. <laughs> um, anyway. I think outside the box, they're more traditional. I think. If you don't know what Moms on Call is, give it a quick Google search. It will tell you all about it. Um, these women have built an amazing business over 18 years. They are nurses um, and they help parents. They help They're parents with sleeping, with different things like um, when babies get sick, all that kind of stuff. And they kind of help you through different various um, stages of parenthood. And they're based in Atlanta, but they're... Uh, books and everything like they're known nationwide, right? They have yeah. books and they have programs and they have if, a cult following. Yeah. If you want to be one of those, um, families who can get your baby to sleep through the night fairly quickly, they've got a program for that. They they're pretty well known. Yeah. They're going to be on our show a couple of times, but they did give us a discount code to give to you or to give to someone else. So, um, if you are interested in that, you can get 20% off of all of their online courses or their to gift somebody else, of course, by using the code upside. And we also need questions for them from you. Yeah, they're going to be on our show two different times. And one of them, we're going to do a Q&A with them. Um, and it's anonymous. So I have them right now on my Instagram account, an Instagram questions thing that you can ask and submit your questions. And we'll ask them anonymously when they're on our show. All right, let's do this right now. Before we even officially start the show, let's do the $500 code word. It's winner. Text the word winner to 224 five, four, and you could be $500 richer. We've gotten together with some other podcasters and we're just saying thank you for being a podcast listener. So text the word winner to two, two, four, five, four, and the drawing happens on Monday and make sure when you get the text back, the confirming your entry, you click on the link because you can get three more chances to enter 500 bucks could be yours on Monday just for listening to podcasts. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that Callie's doctor appointment yesterday was uneventful. Uneventful every during pregnancy is great. Yeah, everything is proceeding as it should be. The loaf of bread is baking properly, so nothing to be concerned about. 
My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for online resources. There was a huge moment yesterday in our house, Callie. I haven't told you about it yet because I wanted to share it with you here on the podcast. Is it like a moment I'm going to be excited about or? I think you would be proud of me. Okay. I'm proud of me. Okay. So we've already identified that my stress response sometime it sometimes is decluttering, right? Mm-hmm. When I feel uh, anxious about something or if I'm stressed about something, one thing that brings me comfort is getting rid of clutter or organizing or something like that. So I woke up yesterday morning to this huge meltdown that I didn't have any control over. It was one of our third-party providers was having a disaster that affected us. It could have affected the the listeners of, of the show. Luckily, it didn't. But that's what greeted me when I woke up. And I couldn't do anything about it except wait for them to solve the problem on their end. Yeah. So I started to alleviate stress by decluttering. And one of the things that went was that giant three-inch binder filled with radio ideas. Really? Yep. It's in the garbage now. Wow. What prompted you to do that? Because that's how many years worth of brainstorming? That's probably everything from my last job, but it's not, it's it, it's mainly just notes. What what I used to do is because I would always doodle notes and have thoughts and everything. So what I would do from time to time is take all my assortment of different notebooks and scraps of paper and all this stuff that had just ended up in a pile on my desk. And I would take them to a copy machine and copy everything onto like an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper and then three hole punch it. Mm -hmm. And every couple of weeks I would just add to the notebook. And that's kind of how I built my creative book. And so that's what this was. And I just, I was, I, it's the little stand where the printer is here in the office slash living room slash studio. And it was sitting on there and I, I wanted to clean that printer stand off. And I'm like, I don't need this anymore. And I flipped through it Look at you. and nothing in there really appealed to me as something that we would do on the podcast. Plus I'm confident in our ability and you and I, and in our listeners to propose different new, content. good, different content and different ideas. You know what I mean? Good job. I'm so proud of you. Like name that noise. You really love that contest. We brought it back for a couple months, mm-hmm. you know? And so if something else pops into our head, We'll bring that back for a couple of But yep. So the big, big book, Oh, Radio Ideas, bye-bye. And it feels symbolic too, because it's one year anniversary of the show. It all felt, felt very appropriate. It's very symbolic. I saw this article and I want to know if you think it's too much, just right or not enough. Okay. Yeah. There was a 14 year old. He does not have his license. He's in Arizona. His parents go to Vegas to celebrate their anniversary. He takes their Range Rover out saying that he washed it. He doesn't have a license. Yeah. Saying he washed it and he wanted to try it. So he was going really fast and recklessly through his neighborhood. No, come on. So neighbors call the police because there's like, there's this crazy person. They don't know who it is, but they're just like someone speeding through our neighborhood. It's really dangerous, whatever. And if somebody recognized the car, they would assume that the car got stolen because who would have thought that a 14-year-old would be driving it? Right. So the his dad, apparently, 
says, okay, this is not the first time this kid has done something to get in trouble and I need to prove my point. Yeah. So his punishment was for him to have to have to give away all of his belongings, TV, clothes, everything that was like, quote unquote, his, I say quote unquote, because really when your parents are buying your stuff, it's theirs. Um, And he had to sit in the driveway with a sign that read, sorry, I stole my parents' car and was speeding. And people could come by and pick up that his stuff. I don't or, know if the stuff was part of it, but they just had, oh, like, so had him donate all the stuff. So it was like a two phase driveway. Yeah, it was a two phase punishment. Why well, aren't you as a parent? Aren't you punishing yourself with that? Because you've got to replace it all. You are. We were kind of talking to my parents about this because um, my parents are just like always come up with punishments that don't punish you. You mean as a parent? Yeah. But I will say, have I ever told the story about my friend Taryn and what she did with her daughter? We were talking about this and I can't remember if it came up on the show or not. I'll tell it quickly because I think it's brilliant. And that to me is a little much like the public embarrassment thing. I don't know about that, but I do. My um, friend Taryn is a single mom and she is a big believer in like, you know, when I follow through. Yeah. Which is what I think that you and I are going to hopefully be good at. It's we like, did talk about this on the show because we talked, I think, about how you always knew that your parents set, when you got in trouble, your parents would set a rule mm-hmm. and a punishment. And you knew that if you crossed it, like if the rule- I would be punished. If the rule was be home at 945 and you walked in at 950, it's you broke the rule. Oh, I had an 11 o'clock curfew when I was a junior in high school and I walked in at 1103 and I got grounded. Exactly. So, uh, so she said your friend, Taryn sets the same rule for her kid, I'm assuming. Yeah. So she's just kind of like wants respect in her own house. And she said that she had told her daughter for over a week to clean her room. And her daughter, I think was like 12 or something like that. And she said that her daughter was like, okay, mom, I'll do it. And she's like, if you don't clean your room, I'm going to take everything that's on the floor and I'm giving it away. And she's like, okay, mom, you know, whatever. Another day goes by, still doesn't do it. And Taryn was like, it killed me because a lot of the stuff had like price tags still on it. Yeah. But she gathered everything up into trash bags that was on the floor, like she said, and donated it. That, But that punishes, okay, With the kid in the Range Rover, I'm assuming that that family is wealthy. Like they've got a Range Rover. Parents are going to Vegas for vacation. Mm -hmm. You know, I I feel like that's a wealthy family. So financially, it might not be a huge impact to give away everything he owns, especially if they give him like an allowance and he's used to shopping at like super fancy stores, but now he's got to go to Walmart and get all of his clothes because it's all he can afford. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I would. Th- but if money's tight, you wouldn't threaten that punishment. You know what I mean? Like, no, you make him hold a garage sale and sell it all. And then you pocket you get the, money. the money. Right. Um, so anyways, I just thought that was funny. Like to me, the embarrassment in public thing, probably a little much like. I don't know. I feel like that can scar a kid for life. Well, it also teaches them a lesson. You would publicly embarrass our kid. If they were driving up and down the street and our neighbors had to call the police, like I'm not opposed to making them stand out there with a sign or go. I wouldn't do a sign. I would make them same thing. You were about to say, go to door to door 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 and and apologize. apologize. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Uh, all right. This, as you know, this weekend represents our one year anniversary of our daily show of the upside Woo-woo! tomorrow. Um, the show started on August 8th, 2019. And, uh, tomorrow is August 8th, 2020 one year. And if you didn't know how the calendars work, I don't know why I explained that. <laughs> that was weird. And in the spirit of celebrating that, I wanted to make a list of like lessons. And I realized that I have more don'ts than I have do's. Okay. So these lessons apply to anyone who is either going to be forced to or wants to embrace a big life change. Okay. Okay. So um, I was kind of forced to do it when I lost my job last year at um, the radio station I was working at. And I was forced to like decide whether I was going to find another radio job and move across the country and who knows, you know, what would happen. Or if I was going to try to make this podcast work and obviously I went with the podcast and it's been good. So here are my list of don'ts. Okay. And these are in no particular order. Uh, Number one, don't dwell on the past. Um, I personally didn't spend much time, if any time, wondering what I could have done differently to preserve my old job. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously I was sad that I wasn't as successful as that at that as I expected to be, mm-hmm. but I didn't dwell on what I could have done differently. And I also didn't sit back and blame anyone else for them doing something that, you know, that, that I didn't think was right. It was what it was and it was in the past and it's gone. Mm-hmm. So don't dwell on the past. Uh, Number two, don't be afraid to ask for help. We've talked on the show before how- I feel like that's hard for you. It's so hard for me because I need to ask for like professional help, whether it's about equipment or behind the scenes stuff with the podcast, but but also just asking people to join the advisory hoard. Mm -hmm. You know, like, hey, do you want to be a part of our advisory hoard? Do you want to be a part of our Facebook group? Do you want to buy our hoodies or our- wine glasses or our coffee mugs, like asking, I don't know. It just feels weird to me, mm-hmm. but don't be afraid to ask for help. And if you're, and, and if you're selling something, like don't be afraid to ask your friends and family to support it. Yeah. So that's number two. Um, number three, even harder for me, don't excuse your success. So if you, if you do something I'm bad at this too, and you see any level of success, do not say that you are just lucky or that you stumbled onto something. That's not true. You made it happen. Like you did it. So it doesn't matter if it's a, a job, like if you're starting your own like business or even in a relationship, like, oh, I got lucky. I found the right guy. No, you didn't. You dated all the wrong ones first. You learned a lot of lessons. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got yourself there. Um, Don't get frustrated at failures because failures are simply lessons wearing a mask. Mm -hmm. So all you got to do is peel the mask off and figure out what the lesson was underneath that failure. Mm -hmm. Okay. And as long as you learn from it, it's not a failure. It's a lesson. Uh, Don't skimp on the necessities, um, which is spend money to do it right. Like- I'm really proud of the way this show sounds Mm -hmm. and I 
spent more on microphones than I had to. I spent more on equipment than I had to. I upgraded the computer a couple times. I got a new computer at one point. Like we ran up our credit cards when we first started this because mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure it sounded right, mm-hmm. which leads me into my second one. Don't dress for the job you have, dress for the one you want. So when we started this, I could have gone out, bought inexpensive microphones and recorded it using the equipment I already had, Mm -hmm. but I didn't because I wanted this podcast to sound as good as people who've been doing it for years yeah, and who record it in big professional studios and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I kind of dressed for the part that I wanted. Yeah. And I, even though we hadn't reached that level yet. Yeah. Uh, Two more. Don't focus on numbers that don't matter. So if your goal with whatever your endeavor is, is to make money, focus on the money. If your goal is to change lives, focus on changing lives. If your goal is to be number one in whatever business or category or thing you're competing in, focus on being number one. And don't focus on the other things. Like, I really do believe that this, the, the upside is a movement and we have the potential to make a lot of lives better. Mm-hmm. The fact that we are able to make a living doing it right now is a bonus mm-hmm. because I want to touch as many people as possible. So that's the only number that I'm really focused on. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, the last one is don't be afraid to change your focus. So if we get to a point where we have a big audience and we're able to impact so many people and we're able to do so many great things, then the focus might be, okay, let's focus on money because once we make more money, then we can reinvest in the business. The business. Yes. So don't be afraid to change your focus. So those are my one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. Oh my gosh. Eight, eight. August 8th is our eighth, is our first anniversary. Eight, eight. And then I have eight don'ts. Whoa. Whoa. Mind blown emoji. Wow. Wow. (laughs) So I'll email these to you and you can put them in the show notes in case anybody wants them. Okay. But those are my list of don'ts. It is hot outside and you know what is vital right now? Hydration. Believe it or not, dehydration occurs daily in three out of four people. Well, with Liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. You take a water bottle, you put a little, um, it's like a powder packet. I prefer the lemon lime, so good. And each serving of that helps you get as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. So when it is this hot outside, you do not want to forget to hydrate. And if you're someone that is terrible at drinking water, Liquid IV is going to make that a little bit easier for you. Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. They are donating 2.3 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Right now, you can get Liquid IV at Costco, or you can get 25 percent off when you go to liquidiv.com and use our code upside at checkout. That's 25% off of anything that you order when you use promo code upside at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code upside. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Getting started on taking care of your mental health is easier than ever. Just go to betterhelp.com slash upside. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash upside. You're going to take a short quiz that's going to pair you with a qualified counselor or therapist, and then you're going to have appointments with that therapist and with that counselor from the comfort of your own home. You can do it as a video chat or as a text or even a phone call. It's so easy to get started. And now more than ever, all aspects of health are important to take care of. So many people have been using BetterHelp that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. It's so convenient. It's so professional and it's so affordable. As a matter of fact, because you're an upside listener, you're going to get 10% off your first month. Go to betterhelp.com slash upside and join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Betterhelp.com slash upside. Start living a happier life today. One of the words that I hate the most, especially when it comes to finances, is interest. And if you have credit cards, interest can be such a scary word, right? Well, if you want to save money this summer, why not start by paying less interest on your credit card balances? You can refinance with a credit card consolidation loan from Lightstream. It's an easy way to save hundreds of to thousands of dollars and lower your interest rate. Lightstream offers fixed rate credit card consolidation loans from 5.95% APR with auto pay and excellent credit. So what does that mean exactly? Well, that means that Lightstream will take all of your credit card like debt from different cards, card, whatever it is that you have. They'll consolidate it into one payment with one interest rate. So it takes the complication out of your finances. Lightstream rewards customers who have good credit with a great interest rate and no fees. Get a loan from $5,000 to $100,000, and you can even get your money as soon as the day you apply. Upside listeners can save even more with an additional interest rate discount. The only way to get this discount is to go to lightstream.com slash upside. That's L-I-G-H-T-S-T-R-E-A-M dot com slash upside. Subject to credit approval, rate includes a 0.50% auto pay discount. Terms and conditions apply and offers are subject to change without notice. Visit lightstream.com slash upside for more information. I have a beautiful human alert. And every time I do a beautiful human alert, I feel like I say... We haven't done one of these in a while. I know. We I think because we did them like weekly for a while and then it just became more sporadic. So we can get back to doing them right on the reg. On the reg. Well, this one is out of Conway, South Carolina, um, which is kind of near Myrtle Beach. And it's an eight-year-old kid. His name is Grayson Winfield. And he wanted to, like his whole mission is to make a difference in the world. Here's a quote from him. At age eight. His At whole age eight. Di- his whole difference is his whole purpose in life is to make a difference in the world. When I was eight, my whole life's purpose was to build a fort using leftover lumber that my dad had stacked up next to right. the garage. Like the fact that these kids think of stuff like this, yeah. Like, that's amazing. So he says, and I quote, it doesn't matter how old you are, 
it doesn't matter how you are. You can still do stuff the way other people do. So saying if you're young, you still have the ability to change things for other people. Sure, Grayson. Um, yeah, showing us all up, Grayson. So Grayson started an organization, of course, because, you know, he's eight and yeah. motivated and that's what motivated kids do. Um, it's called Helping Footprint. And they started raising money and then buying gift cards and giving them to people in their community that needed it. And now he is giving free yard work to elderly people, disabled people, veterans, first responders, and single moms. He's mowing their lawns. Just as a way to make a difference and make their lives a little bit easier. And that's how he makes a difference in the world at age eight. Yeah. Here's a second quote from Grayson. If nobody <laughs> helped each other, everything would be in chaos because no one would be helping. Oh my gosh. How do we elect him president? Can he be so eight, sweet. eight years old and be president? Is that possible? Is that legal yet? Right. Um, he could be like another kid president. Yes. Um, if you don't know kid president, by the way, that kid's awesome. Go check him out. Yeah, put a Google on him. Um, anyways, so his organization is called Helping Footprint. They have a Facebook page where they accept donations. And um, during the coronavirus stuff, they're going to be um, raising money to buy more gift cards to give to people in need. Grayson, you are a beautiful human at age eight. All right, here are my three random things for today. I identified so much with this one. Uh, if you want to be happier, take one little, what do we call them, micro anxiety mm -hmm. out of your life and pay your bills on the day they arrive rather than Ooh. saving them all up until the end of the month. Uh, people I feel like we are different on that. I'm a pay it right when you get it kind of girl because I don't like the micro anxieties, but I feel like you could work on this. I know. I and it, the th when I pay the bills, like on the last day of the month or whatever day, when I pay the bills, I feel so like a what is it endorphins or whatever. Oh, like I feel a rush. I feel a rush. Like oh, I got that done. Um, and I don't know why I don't pay them. Yeah, because it's so easy because then it's like literally one less thing on your desk. And it's especially so easy because everything's electronic now. So you can do it right from your phone. Right. You know, so, uh, yeah, if you would like to uh, be a little bit happier, pay your bills right away. Um, this company surveyed like 1,500 Americans and found out that not only do the people who pay their bills right away feel happier and less anxiety, but they carry less debt because they're more in touch with how much they're spending each month. There you go. Uh, number two, my random things. Uh, the National Park Service posted a public service announcement on their Facebook page. This is not a joke. This is real. It says, please don't run from bears or push your slower friends down in an attempt to save yourself. Oh my gosh, that's horrible. Who does that? It continues as a follow-up to a previous post. If you come upon a stationary bear, move away slowly and sideways so you can keep an eye on the bear and avoid tripping. Moving sideways is also non-threatening to bears. Do not run, but if the bear follows, stop and hold your ground. Like dogs, they will always chase fleeing animals. Do not climb a tree. Both grizzlies and black bears can climb trees. Do not push down a slower friend, even if you think the friendship has run its course. That is. Stay calm and remember that most bears do not want to attack you. They just want to be left alone. Don't we all? 
Identify yourself by making noise so the bear knows you are human and not a prey animal. Help the bear recognize you as a human. Use your voice. Waving and showing off your opposable thumb means nothing to the bear. A bear might come closer <laughs> or stand on its hind legs to get a better look or smell. A standing bear is usually curious and non-threatening. Find out more tips. And then it gives a website. I feel like a bear might be your spirit animal. And then it says, P.S. We apologize to any friends who are brought on a hike as the bait or were sacrificed to save the group. You will be missed. I got to know what the backstory is on that. But I do feel like your spirit animal is a bear. Like, let me be alone in the woods yeah. and let me eat snacks and then I'll sleep for half the year. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh over here. That's me. <laughs> uh, the Japanese have more people over the age of 100 per capita than anywhere else in the world. Here are some of the reasons why. So if you want to live to be super old, do what the Japanese do. One, seaweed is a staple of the Japanese diet. It's loaded with nutrients like copper, iron, protein, fiber, and omega-3 fats. Um, nori is one type of seaweed that Americans are very familiar with, but there are many different types. Uh, and they have seaweed uh, shops over there that specialize in different types of seaweed. Uh, number two, eat seafood. They have one of the lowest rates of heart disease, and that's attributed to eating seafood twice a week. Drink green tea, one of the healthiest beverages at all of uh, one of the healthiest beverages, thanks to polyphenol, huh. which is an antioxidant that reduces inflammation. Um, eat until you're almost full. You only eat until you're 80% full. That way you're satisfied, but not uncomfortable. God, I got to do that. I know. That's like, I think, one of life's key secrets. I mean... I know to stop before you're full. Like I know that two slices of pizza is that's fine. Mm -hmm. Especially if you have a salad, it's more than fine. But then there's that one other piece of pizza sitting there and you're like, I could eat that too. It's delicious. And then you eat it. And, and then, then you feel horrible. 30 minutes later, you're on the couch. Like, <sighs> yeah. Practice forest bathing. Huh? Uh, it's just where you go into the woods and you center, you uh, be alone and you kind of center yourself in the woods uh, or in a forest and you escape all the stresses of city life and maintain strong social circles. Um, as Japanese get older, staying social is built into their culture. Hmm. So good luck living to be 100. Those are my three random things. It's my favorite time of the week. Jeff, on a scale of one to 10, how are you? I think um, I'm going to go with an eight. Uh, the past 48 hours have been really frustrating with those behind the scenes technical issues. Um, so that's been a, a challenge. I would be at a nine without those. But I'm only docking myself a point because I realize the stress that I felt over the past couple of days is similar to the stress I felt every single day at my last job. I know you said that the other day and I was, I was really um, impressed that you identified that yeah. as an upside. Yeah. And so if I had to deal with something for two days, that's all better now. Like I couldn't imagine going back to a career. Where Do you I was, even recognize that person? <laughs> uh, no. Now that you've spent so much time doing something that you're, where you're happy. I do think that once you separate from, if you're in a job, if you're doing something that's really, really stressful and anxiety inducing and you get out of it, 
it would be very, very difficult to go back to it. Yeah. Because even if there was more money involved, you know what I mean? Oh, the money's never good enough. So, yeah. Like, you would have to pay me a lot more money to go back and deal with that. I don't think that you would do it even like. Nah, there's a number. I could come up with it. (laughs) There's a number because what I would do is I would suck it up for three years or five years or whatever. And then just bank as much money as I could. And then, yeah. and then be done with it. Well, and in theory, if you're making that much money, you could hire someone else to deal with it most of the time. <laughs> That's true, too. You didn't have anyone helping you. You didn't have an assistant for, you know, $2 right. million dollars a year. Sure. I could have a couple of them. Yeah. I could have, like, Ryan Seacrest style. He's got an assistant, and his assistant has an assistant. Insane. Uh, how about you on a scale of 1 to 10? Um, I'm feeling a 7. Same. Why 7? 7, because... Wait, did I say 7 or 8? You said 8. Oh, 7. Why are you 7. I am seven because, I don't know. I just feel like you've been really stressed out this week. And when you're stressed out, I'm stressed out because in our house is a little stressy. And I know you've been, you know, stressed and we didn't really work ahead on the show this week. So I feel like we were constantly playing catch up on the show this week, which right. I don't like. Right. Um. So, yeah, I'm just, I'm a seven. It could be a little better. It could be worse. Okay. Well, the good thing about being a seven and an eight is there's plenty of room for improvement for next week. There's your upside. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Tomorrow, not only is it our one year anniversary, but we also find out if we have been nominated to win a podcast awards People's Choice Award. I'm really nervous. I. Why are you nervous? Because I feel like you're so excited about it and you are someone that has plans in your head and when they don't work out how you think, you get really upset. I'm not that, I'm not plan, planning on it. I'm just excited. I think that it's happening on our one year anniversary. Yeah. Will I be bummed? Yes. Will it bum me out? An hour after I find out that we didn't get it? No, I don't yeah. think. But I mean, I'm excited for it. Um, but basically, the, the, there's an award called the Podcast Awards. And every year they have these People's Choice Awards. And we were up, we were placed in two different categories. And one of them is like an overall People's Choice Award. And then one of them is a category, like our relationship category, society and culture category people's choice word and so if we got enough nominations for one or both of those categories we'll be in the running to actually be the winner of that award Mm -hmm. which is nothing more than bragging rights like nobody mails us a check right i think we get a trophy which means we'd have to which means you'd have to get a trophy case or a plaque or things i hope we get a trophy i hope we get i i don't know i just i don't know i feel nervous don't feel nervous but happy um, one year. Yeah, happy one year. Oh my gosh. Woo. What a crazy year. But a crazy good year. A crazy good year. Hey, Callie and Jeff, it's Crystal. And I'm sitting here with my 16-year-old son, Jacob. And we're listening to the podcast, Jeff. And we just heard that you ate a cookie out of the trash. But Jacob has something to tell you. It's not that bad. I've done it. We've all done it. It's not bad.
So you're not alone. And Jacob says it's not that bad. So, I mean, obviously, it's a win. Win, win, winning. See you guys. Bye. I haven't really eaten cereal in years because it's so high in sugar and I'm trying to be a responsible adult. So I'm cutting a lot of the sugar out of my diet. And I really miss cereal because I loved it growing up as a kid. Well, I came across this article that said that there was like some sort of magic cereal that was low in sugar, but tastes like our childhood favorite cereal, I thought, no way. Bought them myself to try it to see if it was Cali approved. Cali approved. Absolutely. I love it. I love the frosted. I love the fruit flavor. And best of all, zero sugar, 12 grams of protein and only three net grams of carbs in each serving. Now I know what you're thinking. Probably tastes like cardboard. It does not. I am telling you, Cali approved. You will love Magic Spoon cereal. Go to magicspoon.com slash upside to grab a variety pack and try it out today. And be sure to use the promo code upside at checkout. That's going to get you free shipping. Again, that's magicspoon.com slash upside and then use the code upside at checkout to get free shipping. Hey guys, I am calling after hearing about Jeff eating a cookie out of the garbage, just Tiff's treat cookie. Um, to let you know that, that I, I'm right there with you, I won't say my name just in case, but I used to work at Insomnia Cookies in college and they made us throw away all the cookies at the end of the night and it was like policy that we couldn't take them home. And um, my roommate and I worked together there, <laughs> might be giving away too much here, but at the end of the night, we were just so upset by the thought of throwing away all these cookies that we would do just that. We would get a brand new trash bag, toss these cookies in there, and then put them around the corner of the back door and then take them home with us because who the heck throws away cookies and doesn't feel bad about it, right? I don't know. Anyways, I'm right there with you. I'm not even judging because I've literally done that before. <laughs> hey, I was just listening to the episode where you were talking about your gut feeling with um, promo swaps. And I just want to say, I just like glaze, uh, glanced through my list of podcasts that I listen to. And I would say like all but one, I started listening to because I heard um, an interview on a different podcast. I don't really go into Apple and like search new podcasts. All of mine come from interviews and people talking with each other. And I do think that you probably shouldn't like dismiss it right away, but I do think you should also be picky because I agree your audience does is used to a specific thing. So maybe an expert with a bonus episode and then you guys can go on their podcast and be experts in gratitude or uh, relationships or a particular situation. So I do think that you should give it a second thought and I think it could be really good and bring in some new listeners. I think that's how a lot of listeners find new podcasts is the promo swap. Thanks for everything you guys do. Allie, Jeff, it's Steve from Apopka. My dogs not only have job titles, they have actual names. We have a husky whose name is Kevin Meany, is specifically related to his skit, I don't care, because this dog does not care about anything. And then we have a yellow lab, which is actually a meth lab, and her name is Gladys Kravitz because she spends all day looking out the window and just making sure that the neighborhood's safe. Keep up the good work. Talk to you. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Sarah calling from Atlanta. I'm actually um, on a road trip right now with my mom, Debbie, and my sister, Christina. And we're listening to today's episode. And between the three of us, we have five dogs. So we were trying to come up with their titles. For my dogs, Bear would be the couch potato inspector. 
And then Boots would be the chief happiness officer. Stevie would be professional fetcher. Taffy would be the celebrity. And Girly would be head of security. <laughs> Love the show. Thank you guys for all that you do. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Haley. Um, it's pronounced Kegels, not Kegels. My last name is Kegel. <laughs> it's Kegels, guys. Kegels. It's not Kegel. Kegel's my last name. Thank you. Bye. Every child deserves a champion, an adult who will never give up on them, who understands the power of connection and insists that they become the best that they can possibly be. Is this job tough? You betcha. But it is not impossible. We can do this. We're educators. We're born to make a difference.